Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hi, this next episode of the podcast is called The Assistance of the Levites. It covers Numbers chapter 18, verses 1 through 32. You can also find it at Books of the Bible in smaller chunks at https colon double backslash Bible in smaller chunks, B-I-B-L-E-I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. Now, I felt led to write this for people in our busy world so they can have a relationship to the Lord with the word of God in their smaller chunks of time. In doing so, I'm ever mindful of Revelations chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, not to add to or take away from what's written in the Bible. That caused me a lot of concern in the beginning, and I prayed and prayed, and what the Lord had on my heart is that I'm not supposed to change the meaning of the text, uh, the meaning of the passages, but he has also shown me ways to add to the meaning because Quite often there are things mentioned in one chapter of the Bible, uh, chapter within a book of the Bible that refers to something in previous chapters or in a whole other book of the Bible. And if you're just reading it, it can leave a gap in your understanding. So at times the Lord has it on my heart to briefly paraphrase background information or other information that might add clarity. I put it within brackets. And if it seems like it's really significant that you know that I've added it, I've changed the font, which you can't see, but I will tell you within brackets, it says this so that you know that. But if you're on the internet, you'll see, oh, it's a different color font and it's within brackets. Anything within brackets, if you see it, is um, something that I've added for meaning or cl potential clarity, you know, like more current terms instead of middles, I will put food within brackets. You know, but I won't tell you, oh, within brackets, it says food, you know, because it's wasting your time, and I don't want to waste your time. Anyway, but, and then sometimes I condense, combine, and compress similar words, and um, I don't include repetitive text unless it is that it changes the meaning, or it adds, um, it's done for emphasis. So in doing those, it alters the verse numbering. So this is in verse 14, verse 15, verse 16, or at least I won't say that, but I will do like I have is that the book of the Bible is numbers. Chapter 18 is what we're covering and it's over verses one through 32. Although the verses aren't numbered, the predominant things that the Lord had on my heart to include from this chapter will be within this podcast. And um, it also the Lord had in on my heart to put in a table format, although it doesn't affect your listening because the wording is just the same. Um, it will be in that format if you were to see it online. And the Lord had it on my heart over a period of time to do this. And um, so I figure it's beneficial in some way that I don't totally understand, although I every now and then I guess why it is, you know, I think it possibly makes it easier for people to understand. So what you're reading at a time builds on what you just read, but I, I can't, 
can tell you for sure. Um, but since the Lord had it on my heart over and over again, I figure it's for a good reason, whatever it is. Um, all of this is done with lots and lots of prayer each and every time. And primarily I use the King James Version Bible. But at times I will use BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, the NIV Bible, Webster Dictionary, and other internet resources as necessary. And if I come to a part that's foretelling of a future event, I'll say, ah, there's an asterisk. It's foretelling of a future event. And if I can briefly summarize it afterward, I will try. And then um, when we get to the New Testament, where Jesus is talking, his words would be in red. And I will tell you that since you can't see colors on the podcast. But I'll explain. The assistance of the Levites, Numbers chapter 18, verses 1 through 32. 32. The Lord said to Aaron, you, your sons, and your father's house shall bear the iniquity. And I have of the sins done related to the sanctuary. Actually, of the sins done related to is within brackets. Um, just so it gives you information what the iniquity was. You and your son shall bear the iniquity. Also again, within brackets of the sins related to your priesthood. Think I'm going to highlight those and make it black so it makes it easier for people to know when they get on the internet that I put that. Okay. Also bring your brethren of the tribe of it, Levi, your forefather with you. Levi, your forefather. And you're supposed to bring the tribe of Levi with you. So they may join with you to assist you in ministering, but you and your son shall minister before the tabernacle of witness. They shall be responsible for all the tabernacle, only they shall not go near the vessels of the sanctuary or the altar, so neither they nor you die. They shall join you and be responsible for the care of the tabernacle and aside. Okay, the tabernacle of the congregation is a big movable tent church the Lord gave Moses intricate design of how to build it and Moses got different artisans to do this and they have this big movable church and when they open it up set up they pitch the tent big movable church and the congregation can worship there and they can have bring their sacrifices and all there or meet in the courts and um while they're in a particular place because they're wandering in the wilderness for 40 years and then they will collapse the big movable tent church put it on poles and different things that the lord told them how to do this to carry it to the next spot that the lord leads them because they stay for unspecified amounts of time i mean it's not like everyone in our place they stay over the 40 years is Three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. It's when the Lord lets them know, then they, that they're supposed to move on, then they move on. And they stay until he lets them know to move again. Okay, let's see. I'm going to read this again so there's continuity. They shall be responsible for all the tabernacle, only they shall not go near the vessels of the sanctuary or the altar, so that neither they nor you die. They shall join you and be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the congregation and the service of the tabernacle, and strangers shall not come near you. 
You shall be responsible for the sanctuary and the altar, so no more anger comes upon the children, which is the people of Israel. I, the Lord God, have taken your brethren, the Levites, from among the people of Israel. They are given as a gift for the Lord to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. So you and your sons shall be responsible for the priest's office and for everything related to the altar and within the veil where you will serve as a gift. No, where you will serve. That's it. Here it is. As a gift, I have given you the priest's office for your service. The stranger who comes near these holy places will be put to death. The Lord spoke to Aaron. Also, I have put you in charge of my heave offerings of all the hallowed things from hallowed means holy, sanctified, dedicated things from the people of Israel. I give to you and your sons your portion kept from the fire of all these consecrated offerings by an ordinance forever. Okay. So on the side, an ordinance is kind of like a law, a rule. Um, but the other thing is that this is their portion. So the Lord God has the Levites live separately and provides for them. When they get to the promised land, they will have special cities just for the Levites to live so that the Israelites can come to them. But right now they're in the wilderness. Anyway but he provides for their food. So when people bring the offerings that are sacrificed, a certain portion of that is the food for the priest. And, and some is just for the priest and some is for the priest's family. So the Lord makes sure that the priests are provided for and their families so they can eat because they're, but they don't get an inheritance of land in the promised land, they get that portions that are dedicated for them, the big cities and the part around for them to keep their cattle and all. But but it's not like a personal possession like the, the other Israelites will get a plot of land within what's given to each tribe of, the, of Israel. Anyway, um, but their portion is the meat that they will be taken care of, that the Lord provides all this for them. Of the things most holy, these shall be yours and your son's portion. Every holy offering of theirs, their meat slash grain offerings. Okay, so it's in the King James Version Bible, it's called the meat offering. In most all the new, newer versions, they call it a grain offering. Mainly, probably, because it's a grain. It's a flour and they make cakes, but not like birthday cakes. But I'm thinking of like pancakes or potato pancakes kind of size. But I have no idea. But it's offered with the meat offering. So I think that's why King James Version called them meat offering. So trying to split the difference, I have meat slash grain offering. Okay. So every holy offering of theirs, their meat slash grain offerings, sin offerings, trespass offerings, heave offerings, with all the wave offerings of the children, which is the people of Israel, they shall be holy for you and your sons. Every male shall eat it in the most holy place. It shall be holy to you. I have given these portions to you and your sons and your daughters with you by a statute, which is like a law rule forever. Everyone who is clean in your house may eat it. And when they're saying clean, that means not defiled. Like if you touch certain animals that are not considered clean, then you would 
you defile where you have to wait a day and cleanse and all of this. Or um, if you touched a dead person, you would be defiled and not clean and you have to do certain things and fight off and it's waiting a day and then you would be cleansed. It's different periods of time. So I don't want to group this up into trying to summarize it and not, you know, be respectful of there's varying length of time depending on what it is of how they got defiled and how long it takes to be cleansed. I also have given to you in your sense the best of the oil, the best of the wine, the wheat, and the first fruits of what they offered to the Lord. Whatever is the fruit of what is ripe in the land that they bring to the Lord shall be yours, and everyone who is clean in your house shall eat it. Eat of it. Every devoted thing in Israel shall be yours. Every firstborn of all flesh, whether man or beast, shall be yours. Surely you shall redeem the firstborn of men and the firstborn of unclean beasts. Those who are to be redeemed from one month old and above, according to your estimation, and pay five shekels, the amount of coinage, they can't tell you, after the shekel of the sanctuary, which is, oh, I wrote this, which is equal to 20 biras. And I don't know how much a gira is. The firstborn of animals, cows, sheep, goats, you shall not redeem, they are holy. You shall sprinkle their blood upon. Okay, this is an aside. So I told you sometimes I will combine similar things. So they would say this for when somebody offered a cow. And then they would say all this for when somebody offered a sheep. And they would say all this when somebody offered a goat. But I included them all in that. So it would make it faster for you to hear all of it and try to make sure that you knew that covers all of those because those are all similar what they do okay you should sprinkle the blood upon the altar and shall burn their fat for an offering made by fire for its sweet aroma to the lord the meat from them shall be yours like the wave breast and the right shoulder are yours all the heave offerings of the holy things the people of israel offered to the Lord I have given to you and your sons and daughters with you by statute forever. It's a salt covenant before, no, salt covenant forever between the Lord to you and your descendants with you. The Lord spoke to Aaron, you shall not have an inheritance in their land. This is what I was talking to you about, not their personal possession. Neither shall you have any portion among them. I, the Lord God, am your portion and your inheritance among the children, which is the people of Israel. Also, I have given the Levites one-tenth tithe portion in Israel for an inheritance for their service of the tabernacle of the congregation. From now on, the people of Israel shall not come near the tabernacle of the congregation lest they bear their sin and die. The Levites shall perform the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. They shall bear their sin related to it. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generation. The Levites have no inheritance among the people of Israel. That means they don't have the promised land. They don't have a plot of land that's their own, but they have those cities that are, that the Lord has them set aside for them to live in. But I, the Lord God, give the 10% tithes of the people of Israel to the Levites to inherit, which is offered like a heave offering to the Lord. That's why I told the Levites, they have no inheritance among the people of Israel. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, say this to the Levites. When you take the 10% tithes from the people of Israel, which I have given to you for your 
inheritance, then you shall offer up a heave offering of it for the Lord, a tenth, one, a one-tenth part of the tithe. Like the way the Israelites offer a heave offering of their corn, of their threshing floor, and their wine, you shall also offer one-tenth of the tithes you receive. So, hey, I could be telling you wrong, but this is what I think. So, the Levites give them one-tenth tithe. Well, they're supposed to take one-tenth of the one-tenth tithe they get to offer to the Lord. To give it to Aaron the priest. Out of all your gifts, you shall offer every heave offering of the best hallowed portion of it. You shall say to the Levites, when you have heaved the best portion from it, then it shall be counted to the Levites like the increase of the threshing floor and the wine press. You and your household shall eat it in every place, for it is your reward for your service in the tabernacle of the congregation. When you have heaved the best part of it, you shall bear no sin because of it, and you won't pollute the holy things. And the pollute is then another synonym for defile the holy things of the people of Israel, and you won't die. The next podcast I share with you will be called The Water of Purification, and it covers Numbers 19, chapter 19, verses 1 through 22. Please share this with others. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.